Well, everyone, Happy New Year. Oh my goodness, it is 2019. Happy New Year, everyone. And this is the first African Roots podcast of 2019. Oh my goodness. My name is Angela Walton Raji, and this is the African Roots podcast. Remember, you can always reach me at African Roots podcast at gmail.com. How are you, everyone? Oh my goodness, a new year. I know for a lot of people that means all kinds of resolutions and promises and projects. And that's what I want to talk about, projects. Oh my goodness. I know some of you are undertaking those 52 Ancestors in 52 Weeks, a project I think initiated by Amy Johnson Crow some time ago. And I'm going to come back to that concept of a 52-week project because I did one two years ago. Oh my goodness. Anyway, how are you? Oh my goodness. This is going to be the first in a series of podcasts about to come out and I am so excited. I've had a few technical difficulties the last few days. I think I've gotten most of them ironed out now, but uh, hey, it's time to just go ahead and jump right on in. Also, Yep, I'm stepping out and making an announcement. Guess what's coming back? African Roots TV. Yes, my YouTube channel is coming back, and I am so excited about it. A lot of my YouTube channel is going to be consisting of broadcasts pertaining to the BookTube community. And in case you don't know what BookTube is, it's a community of YouTubers who get online and talk about books. Yes, books. If you are a bibliophile, if you're an avid reader, then you know what? There's a niche for you in BookTube. And wow, it is vibrant. And if you've not been a part of it, you've been missing something. Do you know that there are people who are actually making a living on YouTube? They're doing a series of videos, they're creating high content, and they have followers. Anyway, my BookTube channel is going to be focusing primarily on, well, books that I recommend, but books that were generated by the genealogical research that the authors have done. And you might be thinking, okay, what books are these? Well, I'm sure you've all heard of Somerset Homecoming, where Dorothy Sproul Redford described her entire research journey and how she went from asking a few questions after she and her mom back in the 1970s had watched Roots and they were inspired to just talk. And she, <clears throat> excuse me, she began to look into records and it opened up an incredible world for her. I'm sure you've heard of the Washingtons of Wessington. We know what John Baker did with Wessington Plantation and the incredible plethora of records, over 400 enslaved people, he's been able to research and document, and this became a national bestseller. Cane River, another woman looked into her family history. It became a national bestseller. You know what? This passion that we all share for genealogy, oh my goodness, it has generated numerous publications, and we're gonna be looking at those. Anyway, oh my gosh, but, you know, there are a lot of projects that are going on. And, you know, this is a year my goal is to write. Well, some of which I've already written. Well, the ultimate goal is to publish as well. And I am looking forward. I have 
Two things that are almost about to emerge. We're close. I guess we're probably 90% there. And that's all I'm going to say. But just sort of stand by. I'm hoping between now and the first half of this year, I will be able to share something, well, exciting to me anyway, exciting with you. And looking forward to that. Plus, you know what? I have to take a pause and give a congratulations. Oh, my goodness. One of the members of our community has come forth already with his book. And in case you're not aware of it, you want to pay attention to what James Morgan, as many of us know him fondly as James Morgan III, he has come out with a brand new publication. And I think this is something that many of us need to be aware of only because many of our ancestors share similar history. And I am referring to James's new book called The Lost Empire, Black Freemasonry in the Old West, 1867 to 1906. Now, I'm personally interested in it because I have people who are from the Western frontier. My folks from Oklahoma, Indian Territory. Uh, of course, I have relatives also in Kansas, Texas, and points beyond. But particularly what became of interest was learning how many of the males in different family branches were involved in Freemasonry who were active Masons. And many people don't realize, particularly prior to the 20th century, it was oftentimes the activities of individuals who were involved with Masonic organizations who really were the precursors in their own local area of leaders in what would become even the local and eventually the national civil rights movement. Um, you know, it's not just a story of a bunch of folks wearing some um, funny hats and having a lot of pomp. Yeah, there's a lot of pomp, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about organizations of individuals who left really their mark on the community, who made an impact. And it's so fascinating. If you know James and have had a chance to interact with him, you know how much he knows about various communities. And if he doesn't know about a community, he can pick up a phone and find out someone else who has that history. Plus, reading the proceedings of some of their annual meetings is so revealing. I remember having a conversation with James and he would call me up and say, oh, do you know your ancestor gave this presentation in 1913? Would you like to hear his speech? Would you like to read his speech? Who knew? This young man has done well. His book, The Lost Empire, Black Freemasonry in the Old West, 1867 to 1906, is now available. I'm going to put a link for you there. Anyway, yeah, there are other books. And of course, he is a genealogist. He's a member of our club. He is certainly a young man who has a promising future and is truly knowledgeable about his niche. He's defined it. He's claimed it. He's owned it. And, you know, hey, you know, that is a model for many people to follow. Just to say, you know what? Claim it own it, step out on it and share it. And it's just absolutely wonderful. But there are going to be other books I'm going to be talking about. By the way, I also want to send uh, a congratulation. Many of us know this young lady is Kanikia, um, uh, Kanikia Marshall, but her Kathy Lynn Marshall, she has done an amazing job. She has written uh, her own memoir on searching for her 
enslaved Williams ancestors. And you know that has to be a task because Williams is a common name. It's like Johnson, Smith, Jackson. And she has been documenting her own family history and it's absolutely amazing. Her book is called Finding Otho, O-T-H-O. And um, her book just came out and guess what she did? She is a very wise woman because she has taken advantage of the tools that many of us have and use but still don't really use it to its full capacity. She had a launching party. Now you might say, oh, that's nice. Well, I don't live in her hometown or wherever she lives. Her launching party was online. She had it last week. She had it last Friday, all day long. You could go in and join the conversation and join the fun. She gets it. She knows the power of social media and she stepped out there. But nevertheless, if you're a genealogist and looking to see how others have taken their research journey, documented it, and put it on paper, you really want to take a look at Finding Otho. We're talking about a book that is, uh, let me see, 386 pages. That's a pretty extensive book, but wow, she's done it and it's out there for all of us to read. Anyway, I'm going to be talking about these. I just want to congratulate other people and I know some close colleagues who are involved right now in their writing projects. So we're all, hey, holding our breath and just saying, come on forth. We know you're about to do it. And hey, you know, let's celebrate it. Well, what are your projects now? I mentioned a few minutes ago the 52-week uh, project. Well, you know, there's a project online in the genealogy community for many bloggers who are, who are um, well, engaged in a project called 52 Ancestors in 52 Weeks. Pretty cool, nice way to, to number one, make you look at your research. And uh, I thought it was pretty neat in 2017. Well, I started looking at it in 2016, and I decided in December 2016 that for 2017 I was going to undertake something similar except I modified it. I decided to undertake a project on my blog African Native American genealogy um, on my blog to document 52 families and of course many of you know I have Oklahoma roots and uh, I research extensively every day um, families who were classified as freedmen from the five civilized tribes, Cherokee, Choctaw, Chickasaw, Muscogee Creek, and Seminole Nations. I decided to document 52 families in 52 weeks. Thankfully, the records of the, the Indian Territory freedmen are digitized, so I have quick access to them. But just because they're online doesn't mean that one has analyzed them or that there's an analysis of the family history. I decided to document and detail pieces of the family history of 52 different families from all five tribes. And not 52 from each tribe, but 52 uh, altogether from the territory. So I would start out one week, Cherokee family, next week, Chickasaw family, next week a Choctaw family, and so on. Anyway, thankfully, I completed that task. That was 2017. I took a break, a little bit of a break, a rest. It was a tedious task, especially if I missed a week. That meant I had to do two the following week to catch up, but I survived. I decided, however, in 2017, I did not want to let that project sit forever and ever on my blog. I decided, you know what, I think I need to 
compile this effort, this project, and turn it into a book. So I spent a good portion of 2018 working on a book, pulling the summaries, the family histories, the documents, and compiling them. And you might say, oh, that's easy enough, just copy and paste. No, you just can't copy and paste. I had to go through every one again, but put them into um, really a narrative format. So each family became a chapter. Eventually I decided to divide it up um, by their tribal affiliation. Cherokee Freedmen families, Choctaw Freedmen families, Chickasaw, etc. Well, at that point, I realized, oh my gosh, I have oh several hundred pages, and uh, realizing all of that, of course, I really need uh, an editor and someone really to help me with this and to really format it. So that's where I am now. Fortunately, it took me the entire year to put it. Well, most of the entire year interspersing real life events in the whole year, but uh, to really put it together and put it in manuscript form, which I have done. I am now in the process of working with an editor and holding my breath on that because I'm hoping that sometimes within the next six months that 52-week project will be in hard copy form and we'll be describing freedmen families of the frontier. I am so excited. So yeah, I'm talking about it right now. My other big writing project, which is a major project too, I'll just wait and see what happens. And I'm hoping also before June, that one will be on the bookshelf soon. But I wanted to talk to you all about projects. It's project time. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to take or undertake a 52-week project. That was cumbersome. That was, it was, it was hard. It was very hard to do because, again, life gets in the way. You have things to do. You have relatives. You have, um, you know, just day-to-day -day things to do, bills to pay, things, things to get done. Um, but, I have another suggestion. I got something from a newsletter from one of the people uh, from whom I subscribe in a different online community, the um, uh, planning and journaling community, a group um, that I belong to online. And one of their newsletters talked about a 12 by 12 project. And it talked about various projects that you can undertake and devote a month to without feeling overwhelmed. And then I thought about that, hmm, a 12-month 12 12 project. And that's something that I would like to encourage you all to undertake. Have you ever thought of saying, okay, I've got all these things. Yeah, I could write a book on it, but uh, it's just too much. Well, you know what? Why not put together 12 small books, 12 pamphlets, 12 narratives, 12 anything, one a month, devote an entire month to it and put that together. That's a little bit more manageable, trust me, than 52 weeks. But uh, it's something that might help you also organize the different directions your research has taken you. We all know what it's like. You're deep into maybe your maternal side and all of a sudden you see something one day and on a whim, you look at something on your paternal side, and oh my gosh, oh, let me look at that. And suddenly you're immersed in another branch of the tree. Well, you know what? Why not turn those into small pamphlets that you will be able to share at the family reunion or share next year as a gift to the family? And uh, yeah, 12 mini narratives, 12 small pamphlets, 
12 family stories, 12 by 12. 12 families or 12 ancestors in 12 months. A little bit more palatable, just throwing that out there as an idea. Anyway, I'm not going to go on just to get started. Have a few other things under my belt, so stand by in the next four or five days. You're going to get another podcast. Anyway, wow, I can't thank you enough for tuning in. My goodness, I know you have tons of things to do, tons of things to watch, videos to watch, and don't forget to tune in to Black Pro Gen coming in this evening in addition to watching and listening to Bernice Bennett's podcast, Research at the National Archives and Beyond. You know, not that many of us are out here making noise online and doing podcasts and making videos. If you want to see a team of people and listen to a panel of genealogists, certainly, well, Black Pro Gen is there. But you know what? There's so much more that can be done. And wow, the energy that is out there right now online it is thriving that is the new frontier for genealogy and hey let's step out there and let's get busy this is a great time to be a genealogist anyway welcome back to the podcast welcome to 2019 and also well i have an announcement coming up in april anyway that's a totally different thing but i just want to encourage you to of course Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my goodness. You know what that is. Keep researching. Keep documenting. And always, everyone, please keep sharing what you find. Have a great week, everyone. Be well and be safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care, everyone. And Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.